Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh my. You guys. Do you even know what you're getting into? This is the Soapbox Champion Podcast. Episode 50. 50, you guys. Seriously. Seriously. 50. 50 episodes. I've done something 50 times. Hey, it's Tuesday. It's September 27th. My name's Craig Delaney. I just said this is episode 50. You believe that? 50 episodes. I don't think I've ever done anything 50 times before this. You know, that consistently. Have you ever... Have any of you seen... All 50 of my episodes or listen all 50. I can I can tell you this. It didn't start out great, you guys. You know that. I went against uh, the YouTube grain, and I thought me just getting on here was the most important <laughs> detail. I had no idea what I was doing. And if we're honest, and we are, I'm still not 100%. Uh, here's a clip. I did this just just because uh, I, I put this together. It's a little clip starting from episode one up until last week's episode. Uh, the kids say cringe alert. Uh, this clip is proof that I had no business doing what I was doing. And I, I really wasn't ready. I just wasn't. But I just wasn't. But dealing with my anxiety and knowing how I am, I made myself just get up, start doing it. Or it was never going to happen. Listen to how every single episode sounds completely different than the last. And that's because with every episode, I learned what to do and what not to do kind of the hard way, you know, uh, learning as we go. Listen, listen, it's terrible. Hey, guys, this is the Soapbox Champion podcast. And I'm the host of that thing. My name's Craig Delaney. What's going on with you? Anything? This is it. This is the big first episode one. This is the Soapbox Champion podcast for Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. And I'm your host, Craig Delaney. How are you guys? This is the Soapbox Champion podcast for Tuesday, December 28th, 2021. And I'm that guy. I'm your host. Craig Delaney. This is the Soapbox Champion Podcast for Tuesday, January 17th, 2022. This is episode 15. Hi guys, I'm the Kentucky Goblin on the other end of this mic. This is the Soapbox Champion Podcast. This is episode 20 somehow for Tuesday, February 22nd. I'm your host. I'm the guy that does that podcast. My name's Craig Delaney. Hey, guys. This is the Soapbox Champion Podcast. Levels. For Tuesday, 
March 29th, the apex of March Madness. This is episode 25. I'm your host, Craig Delaney. Well, this is the Soapbox Champion Podcast. It's episode 30. It's Tuesday, April 3rd of the year 2022. I'm your host. You should know me by now. My name is Craig Delaney. This is the Soapbox Champion Podcast, and it's episode 35. It's Tuesday. It's June 7th. It's the year 2022, and here we are. This it's the Soapbox Champion Podcast. It's episode 40. Once again, it's Tuesday. It's July 12th. I am your host. My name is Craig Delaney. Hi, guys. This is the Soapbox Champion Podcast, episode 45. It's Tuesday. I'm your host, Craig Delaney. This, you know what this is. It's the Soapbox Champion Podcast. It's episode 47. It's Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. I'm Craig Delaney, and, uh, you guys let me do all the talking. This It's the Soapbox Champion Podcast. Welcome to episode 49. My name is Craig Delaney, and I'm a Leo. Guys, it's hard. It's hard. You wouldn't believe the detail that goes into just recording. You wouldn't believe the details that goes into just just sitting here and looking like it it, it ought to. And not just like uh, Wayne and Garth in the basement, you know. I, I still, there's others that are better than mine. I just want to be a guy sitting here talking. That's all I want. That's all I want. Nothing else. It's hard just to get that to look okay. You know, it, it's crazy. It's crazy if you look at my episodes from the beginning, like the single digit episodes. There was, I think there's a couple where I didn't even have a green screen. And there was several where I had a green screen, the cloth behind my dumb head, but I didn't even use the green screen option. That's how fast it all happened. It's like, I got to get the, I got to get the green screen up, but then I got to figure out how to use it. There's no time for that. One thing at a time. Let's just put the green screen up and we'll figure it out later. That's how I do this thing with my head. Two feet out in front of me, and I can't stop, or I'll fall over. No one told me about different audio levels and how to get them to work together. No one still haven't told me. I have to figure it out. I'm still working on it, if I'm honest. Also, I'm learning to try and improve every single episode. If I stop, why why keep doing it? If I stop learning and improving, why 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 keep doing it? I can honestly say. If I find something that should be done differently or some setting that I have done wrong after every episode, then I'm doing something right. And I always do. It's true. It's true. And it's not like I, I, I thought it would be as I go. It's just not. There's so much. If if you listen to what podcast people or YouTubers say, you should be very well underway and equipped and have several episodes finished and polished before you ever release a single episode. I did the opposite. Not me. I, I knew it wouldn't work for me. It's either I jump off the cliff now uh, while I'm willing or I'm never going to do it. Now, I can't stop. 
I have to immediately start working on next week's episode as soon as I get this done. I have too much momentum. Like I said, I'm I'm running down the road with my head four feet ahead of the rest of my body. I'm running on pure momentum, and it's it's the only way I would have gone through it. I started with a webcam and a forty dollar mic, and that's that's it. Literally, literally, no experience, no equipment, nothing. All that stuff needs to be replaced and upgraded as you go. If you do it like me, or you're stagnant, or you're just whatever, you know. But just replacing things doesn't just instantly solve your problems. I figured out as well. Take notes, you guys. Uh, every piece that I add shows me that. All of my settings, whether it be hardware or software settings, were all set to try and compensate for crappy equipment. Now, all those settings, all of them have to be changed, tweaked, and experimented with every little change. The most glaring example was in that uh, that compilation clip I played a minute ago. In one of the middle episodes, all of a sudden, the audio sounded terrible. Worse than the normal terrible that I usually run with and accept. Uh, that's when I replaced my mic with a real and much better one. See, re- replacing something which a, with, with a much better version doesn't solve the problem. It just makes it possible for you to go and figure out how to solve it. I, I can't explain it. With all my research and web searches, I concluded that no... You don't have to have a separate audio interface to take advantage of your microphone, but it sure would be nice. Uh, Countless searches and YouTube videos agreed that you do not need one as long as you're using a USB mic, they said. But my very own experience told me that, no, you don't have to have an audio interface, but it sure sounds a hell of a lot better when you do. And if you're going to do audio more than a few times, Ditch the USB mic and use XLR cables. Just do it. If you're thinking about doing something like this, don't, don't, don't do a USB mic. Get an audio interface and an XLR mic and a good XLR cable and go from there. That's base. That's, that's springboard for everything else. And that's some of the last crap I did here. So, uh, this experience had me wish I had a, a recording audio for dummies book. Do you remember those? There's no shame in owning those books. I love them, as a matter of fact. I bet I've had 15 different ones through the course of my life and loved them. Uh, I've owned several and have benefited from them immensely. The only time I regretted getting one was many years ago when my mother got her first smartphone and was overwhelmed to the point of not using it at all. Now, keep in mind, she went from no cell phone to an Android smartphone, and anyone would have been overwhelmed in that situation. So how excited was I? to find the Android smartphones for dummies book. She, uh, she was not as excited as I was because she wasn't familiar with those books at all as, and, uh, she was offended and got her feelings hurt. Sorry, mom. True story. Uh, I never saw that book again. I, I felt bad for months. Uh, fast forward to 2021 and I'm not ashamed to use those books. You know, last, last year I got this one podcasting for dummies which proves that a they still make for dummies books and b there's a podcasting one uh but this one was very generalized and talked about content and the do's and don'ts but i didn't get into the fine it it never got into the fine detail of recording equipment etc 
So it's anywhere. All this is to say, it's trial by fire for me. If you guys don't realize that by now, I, I don't know. Just know you aren't listening to the final product. This, this will all get better as we go. And I'm open to tips. I'm open to tricks. Uh, I'm open to criticism. I promise. If you got any, leave me a voicemail at 812-610-9005. I just read that on the internet that people still use email in parts of the world. So email the podcast at info soapboxchampion at gmail.com so this is half half hundredth episode and i'm glad you're here for it thank you guys thank you sincerely uh this being the 50th episode we we're not gonna get too down in the dumps like i usually do i'm not gonna drag us down today but i want to play you something okay uh i gotta gripe about something so here it goes i'm gonna i'm knock it out immediately and we're gonna get to the good stuff this is a sugar heavy episode uh, i want to play something this is something crystal and Sagar played on their podcast breaking points uh another good down the middle podcast you know to listen to if um, it's good uh ditch fox ditch cnn those are all propaganda networks the end they are they just are so breaking points with Crystal and Sager is one that's not. It's right down the middle. It's good stuff. Uh, this is one. This is a clip that they found talked about on one of the recent episodes. This is Nancy Pelosi when asked about her thoughts on if Biden should run again for president. Take a listen to Nancy. I'm, I'm, I'm President Biden is the president of the United States. He did a great service to our country. He defeated. Donald Trump. Let's not forget that. If you care about the air we breathe, the water we drink, the education of our children, jobs for our, our, um, their families, pensions for their seniors, any subject you can name. I'm, I'm not going into politics about whether the president should, uh, should run or not. Okay. Okay. A great service for our country. What, what is it, Nancy? What is it? Finally, let's get to the bottom of it. What is it? The booze? Is it your false teeth? We need an explanation as to why you have slurred speech all the time. You and Biden. The rest of the world hears you, too, by the way. And, and either way, use the great Obamacare to take care of it for shit's sake. Once and for all, Nancy, you aren't a door greeter at Walmart. You aren't changing oil down at the quick lube, you know, on the weekends. You are speaker of the house. Let's be able to speak. Okay. Speaking is in the title of your job. Let's be able to do that, huh? Am I the only one that's bothered by this and pissed off by it? It's shitty. And not going to get into the politics? You're a politician. That's literally in your job title, Nancy. Nancy. That's what you were selected to do. So don't tell us you're not going to do your job and get into politics. Okay? Don't. Don't we all need an explanation on why the president can barely make it through a sentence and the Speaker of the House sounds like she's half a bottle of Jaeger in at all times? And 
How about you don't sound like that when your husband's getting pulled over for DUI a couple of times, right? Can we not just pump the brakes a little, you know, right before you make statements? You know, do this for the country, Nancy. Okay? Okay. There. I said it. At any rate. So, as I think about what led me, I'm telling you, that's the only down in the dumps thing. We got it. We're done. Check it off. Relax, guys. Kick your shoes off. As I think to what led me to create a podcast, I think about all the podcasts I've listened to all over the years, which is a ton of them. So, you know I have mentioned the No Agenda podcast with Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. I listen to their bi-weekly podcast most frequently, more than, more than any other. Consistently, I do. They do media deconstruction, they call it, like no others. They are top of the heap and cannot be touched as far as viewing media and politics with, as, as the name of the show hints, no agenda. If you really want to get a sense of how media and, and, and politics distort truth and facts, listen to the No Agenda podcast. Start right away and listen. But as I first discovered podcasts many years ago, and as they become a regular part of my day-to-day life, I have to mention Adam Carolla. Of course, he has the Adam Carolla Show podcast, but he also has the Adam and Dr. Drew Show with Dr. Drew Pinsky. That's always entertaining. He has the Ace on the House uh, podcast, another good one underrated, the Home Improvement podcast he hosts with his friend and home improvement contractor, Eric Stromer. Those guys uh, just bounce off each other so good, man. So good. Talk about entertaining and and informative. They really do take they take home improvement questions and emails. It's a really good show. Uh, he also has several uh, spinoff podcasts that include like his uh, his live shows and stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This week, it seems the media is trying to get on him uh, and get him in hot water after remarks he made about Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez to John Stossel in an interview last week. And his reaction is why I have said for years that Corolla is one of my favorite guys. He recently said, this is what, this is what got him in trouble. He said, quote, if AOC was fat and in her sixties, would anyone listen to another thing she ever said? End quote. He ain't wrong. Brutally honest. Here, here's part of that interview. Listen. These talk show hosts saying that's so sexist, but it's just true. Yes, if she was in her 60s and husky, nobody would listen to a word she ever said because she sounds like an idiot. Right. What do you think happened next, guys? The leftist sprung into action. Sexist, they cried. Uh, predatory, one reporter said for some reason. But Adam has never been one to apologize. And as a matter of fact, his latest book is entitled Everything Reminds Me of Something. Advice, answers, but no apologies. Corolla said, they want you to apologize because they want dominion over you. And once you apologize, they just keep coming back. I get upset when people criticize me, uh, Corolla says. It just, it just happened. I just, back up, Craig. His quote is, I just happen to be wired not to care as long as I'm right. And that's not bad. You got, that's not a bad mantra or whatever. You know, be wired not to care as long as you're right. 
just like when he criticized how our government announced COVID info at the beginning of the pandemic. During that time, Corolla said, quote, they didn't give the ages of people who died at the very beginning, and I immediately got suspicious because it was a bunch of 90-year-olds. Of course, when he talked like that, all the inbred Hollywood elite mocked him. Some were his friends. Howard Stern said Corolla was, quote, making fun of people for taking COVID seriously, end quote. David Allen Greer, you know, whatever, called Adam, quote, a right-wing troll. Okay, uh, uh, D-A-G, DAG, they call him. No use for him. Corolla does have a big mouth. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But does it matter when he's usually right? Hollywood hates it when fellow celebrities speak out about what they've all been trained, threatened, or paid to say. And that's why I love Adam Carolla. I used to tell everyone they should listen to his podcast. At least give it a chance. So much so that I became aware of how much I talked about him. And I knew I was starting to get annoying. But I never stopped listening to him to this day. You may not like hearing some of the things he has to say, but you can trust his being honest. You tell me, do you want a new, young, and pretty politician who fake cries and stages fake border visits and who has an agenda? Or an older, ugly Jew who will always speak the truth, occasionally make you laugh, and doesn't care if you listen or not? Corolla says, I don't really have a choice as to what I say. It has to be the truth all the time. I'm a comedian. It's a sacred oath I took, end quote. And that's why I'm choosing the Jew every time. Adam Corolla, you guys. Talk about a guy that's had a, a career uh, and always stays relevant, if nothing, for being brutally honest and and uh, people being fake offensive, offended by his stuff. Uh, but whatever, he's relevant all the time. All the time. Uh, I want to move on to some tech here that I got excited to see and read about, and it came out of nowhere. I missed it somehow. Uh, raise your hand if you're a gamer. If you raise your hand, that's dumb because I can't see you. But I am. I'm a gamer, and I've talked about it on here before. And what I'm going to talk about next is the first and I think true game changer that has landed in the gaming space in a long time as far as hardware goes. If you have paid almost any attention to gaming in the last year, you probably heard of the Steam Deck. This is Steam's entry into the handheld gaming market. It's been out a while, and I suppose it's been well-received enough anyway, but I know no one who owns one. The hook with this thing is it's gaming is done from the cloud. 
the Steam Deck allows you to play games that you have in your Steam library on the go and in your lap, etc., etc. But it's a bulky-looking thing that's reminiscent of the Sega Game Gear from 1991, only about three times as big. And uh, it's ugly. And it's heavy. For a handheld system in 2022, it's 23.59 ounces. That's almost two and a half times the weight of the Nintendo Switch Lite. The Nintendo Switch Lite is maybe the best handheld available today. A, a true handheld. But the Switch, of course, you're, you're limited to Nintendo games. Not that that's anything to complain about. It's no secret that the hardware manufacturer, is they're trying to sell us uh, all to switch to a cloud gaming format that is they, they've been trying to do so for years. This is where there is no physical copy of the game, and you can play your cloud games, well, from the cloud. That is to say that the only physical copy of the game is on a server somewhere, and essentially that server serves all the gamers, uh, their games, right? It's, it's like their hardware is your hardware, and you're just the screen, basically, you know? Your device becomes sort of a middleman and displays the game as you play. I've been trying this out on Xbox, and I have to say I'm, I think I'm finally on board. I've played many games via the cloud and haven't really had any issues at all. Games load usually under 30 seconds, and I'm, un, and I'm able to play immediately after. I mean, there's no you don't install the game, you guys. Uh, installation could take up to uh, two hours on some games. You know, if you're buying a physical copy, uh, but, but cloud gaming, you don't, you never install that to your system. It just runs from a server and you play it on your screen. I take advantage of this as I'm an Xbox game pass, the ultimate game pass subscriber. There are currently 381 cloud enabled games there for me to choose from at all times, 24 hours a day. I play on my TV, but I can play from my phone, tablet, or PC as well. But what I've always wanted was a handheld similar to the Nintendo Switch that I could have for cloud gaming and Xbox. Turns out, what I've always wanted is a thing. And that thing is capable of Xbox Cloud Games, Steam Cloud Games, and NVIDIA GeForce Now Games. Also, it's Android-based. And it's not a thing that you're getting on the dark web and and uh, is kind of a bootleg uh thing you know like a put together homemade crappy thing this thing is made by logitech and it's called the logitech g cloud on their website logitech says logitech g cloud gaming handheld puts advanced graphics and libraries of blockbuster games from the cloud in your hands freeing you to play what you want in more places and i think this thing might be the sweet spot of handhelds its dimensions are a little over 10 inches wide and 4.6 inches uh, uh, tall, you know, as you're holding it and looking down at it. And it's only a little over an inch thick. So the device is smaller than the Steam Deck by a lot, but bigger than the Switch Lite. It's a 7-inch display, It's and it's the same 7 inches uh, as a Steam Deck, and it's, it's a bigger uh, display than the Switch. Here may be the best sounding spec. It's only 16.32 ounces. For comparison, that's almost seven and a half ounces lighter than the Steam Deck. 
and it doesn't hurt that the thing looks really cool. All white with yellow accents and black thumbsticks. It just looks comfortable and it looks fantastic. The Steam Deck looks like a rough prototype that someone just went heck with it. Deadline's over. Release it as is. Go look. Right now, pause and go look at the Steam Deck. Just go look at pictures of it. It does not look like anything that would come out this year. It looks like something that's 15 years old and shouldn't be out in the open or has been already been uh, uh, taken off the market. It's a terrible-looking thing. And the fact that you can play both Xbox and Steam games makes this a very compelling option for a handheld. And it'll be out in time for Christmas. I believe it goes on sale October 31st with pre-orders going out right now. The retail price will be $349, the same as the Steam Deck's lowest model. But the pre-order price right now, if you pre-order right now, is just $299. What a Christmas gift that would be. One of the first things I thought was, yeah, I trust Logitech with hardware. There are several uh, Logitech things on this deck, on this desk right now. Right now. I'm surrounded by Logitech things that just work. They look good, function, and they work at all times. Uh, very interesting. The Logitech G Cloud. Very compelling. And I think it may be a great way to jump into cloud gaming if uh, if you're ready to make that leap. And I don't see a reason uh, why you shouldn't be ready. And it's not up to you anyway because it's all going to be cloud gaming, you know, eventually. Sounds sweet, huh? Would you be interested in that handheld? You, your kids? I am. For real. I'm very interested. It's a go look at that, too. While you're after you're done looking how ugly the Steam Deck is, I mean, who cares? But still, it's 2022. Don't make some handheld that looks like the Steam Deck. Uh, make something that looks like the G Cloud. Go look. Go look at the G Cloud. If that's not a hot looking thing, it looks like something that was rendered and doesn't really exist, but it does. It's available for pre order right now. Uh, sounds sweet, doesn't it? Know what else sounds sweet? Sugar. This week's sugar. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's it's something I consume almost every weekday and just about on every road trip. You do too, probably. It's it's probably what's wrong with me. It's energy drinks. Well, one in particular. And I'll I'll tell you what that one is in a minute. But first, some wild facts. From Wikipedia, an energy drink is a type of drink containing stimulant compounds, usually caffeine which is marketed as providing mental and physical stimulation. They may or may not be carbonated and may also contain sugar, other sweeteners, herbal extracts, taurine, and amino acids. According to Mayo Clinic, it is safe for the typical healthy adult to consume a total of 400 milligrams of caffeine a day. A cup of coffee contains 90 milligrams. Excessive consumption of energy drinks can have serious health effects resulting from high caffeine and sugar intakes, particularly in children, teens, and young adults. The first energy drink I remember was Jolt Cola. I remember seeing it at a Shell station, and it seemed like it was it was uh, next to beer, and maybe I wasn't allowed to buy it. It was too crazy. It was Jolt Cola, and then it was introduced in 1985 with the slogan, all the sugar and twice the caffeine. Yeah! Now we're talking. The first energy drink introduced by a major U.S. drink company was Josta, launched in the U.S. by PepsiCo in 1995. 
I that drink, I I guarantee I've mentioned it on here before. If I haven't, I'd be shocked. Uh, this area being test being a test market, I think I was able to drink just a little longer than the rest of the Midwest. It was really good. It was delicious, as a matter of fact, for a drink. I don't really, uh, I didn't really drink it for the energy back then as I did the taste because it was so good. But Pepsi discontinued that drink after just four years. The word energy drink was listed for the first time in the Merriam-Webster Collegiate Dictionary in 2012. Fast forward to 2022, and now there are more than 500 energy drinks on the market in the U.S., I'm not afraid of energy drinks, and I'll have one, you know, almost every day. So how do you choose? How do these drinks stand out among 500 others? Well, some use synthetic caffeine, which is hard for your body to use efficiently, and some studies suggest it it does more harm than good. So one with natural caffeine is a good start. Taste, I would say, along with over 500 unique drinks, there are almost as many flavors, but so many of them are unrecognizable as what they're labeled and usually have synthetic or a chemical aftertaste. A lot of them do. Sugar-free, yes. Many energy drinks. Uh, mix a little bit of caffeine with a ton of sugar, which is a recipe for a crash a few hours later. So there's, there's several decent uh, sugar-free uh, energy drinks out there. Uh, so for these reasons, I'm going to tell you about one called Ghost Energy, and in particularly, love that word, this one, the Red Berry Sour Patch flavor. Sour Patch, the Red Sour Patch Kid. See him on there? Uh, from ghostenergy.com, quote, no sugar. No artificial colors, no BS. Introducing Ghost Energy, the fully transparent, fully loaded, feel-good energy drink we've all been waiting for. Okay. I'm not a sitting a sponsor. You guys, I hate that by now I got to tell you that. Um, I will tell you right out the gate if anybody's a sponsor or if they're paying me anything to tell you something. These guys are not. Uh, they said... It's what we've been waiting for. I don't know if I was <laughs> waiting on it, but it's damn good. And no sugar and just 200 milligrams of natural caffeine. That's awesome. That's awesome. But enough of that kind of BS. I'm going to be honest, as usual. I don't care about any of that. I'm sharing this drink, no joke, because of the taste. It's unbelievably accurate. To the claim. This tastes exactly like a red Sour Patch Kid. Not just similar, and it's not just a faint aftertaste like you usually find in energy drinks with those kind of claims. This tastes straight up like a cold liquid Sour Patch Kid, and they did it with no sugar? Bravo, Ghost Energy. Five calories a can, zero cholesterol. 35 milligrams of sodium. I think that's high, but I don't know how that ranks against others. One gram of carbs, zero sugar, zero added sugar. This stuff tastes great. It's currently available in citrus, warhead sour watermelon, which sounds terrible, tropical mango, red berry sour patch, awesome, blue raspberry sour patch, good, but blue is not my favorite, 
strawberry bubblicious that I can't find and want to try, orange cream, I don't like orange, and Swedish fish. I, Swedish fish was the first uh, ghost energy I tried only because I thought it was quirky. And I'm like, Swedish fish, that's weird. Let's drink it. It tastes exactly like a liquid Swedish fish. If you like Swedish fish, that's the drink for you. I don't love them, but I just wanted to taste that thing because it was so quirky. And it did taste exactly like it. As always, like I said, not a sponsor. I just like to share good stuff with my friends. And especially when it's so easy to get lost when it comes to energy drinks. There are some gas stations down here, guys, where you walk up to the coolers and one end of the store to the, the other end is all energy drinks. Some I've never heard of. Some that look like they were illegally smuggled into this country. Some I don't trust. You know, some of them made by Mountain Dew. Some of them made by Coke. Some of them made by something you can't. There's, there's just so many. So many. So many. So I'm not encouraging energy drink consumption. But if you're drinking them anyway, you know, Ghost seems like a standout. Not only are they more natural than most, but I found that they tasted so good. That's why I'm sharing it. So there. Next time you stand in front of all those energy drinks, look for Ghost and grab one to see what you think. I can only assume that since they nailed three of those flavors that I've had. Oh, I have this one, this one right here. Uh, this is one, not Ghost. It's an energy company, energy drink manufacturer, whatever you call them. It's called C4, right? C4. Look at this flavor, y'all. Look at this flavor. Strawberry Starburst. Right? Sounds awesome. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that was awesome. I had it because strawberry Starburst are the best ones. Fight me. And it barely tasted like a strawberry Starburst. And it was like I said, it was that faint aftertaste where you're going, you're, you're like, uh, I think that, yeah, I think I tasted that. It was like that. Uh, that was kind of disappointing. C4 is not, not a terrible energy drink. Zero sugar, no artificial junk. It's a it's a decent one too, but they did not nail C four did not nail strawberry starburst. They kind of got it, but not a hundred percent. So look for a ghost. Try it. If you like those flavors, grab grab that one and it will taste just like that flavor suggests. It will taste like liquefied, cold, whatever flavor you grabbed. They did it. They nailed it. I don't. Why can't the others do that? I have no idea. But Ghost did it. Uh, side note, I didn't make a note to mention this, but the first time I heard of Ghost was uh, in this area for my job. I visit four uh, 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 gyms uh, in the area. They're a chain. I don't want to give their name. And uh, the, every single one of them had cases and cases of Ghost energy. And finally, I said, and I thought it was weird for an energy drink to be in a gym, you know, that promotes health. They have like granola bar, a granola bar where you walk up and there's granola, whatever. And I thought it was weird that they had that. So I had to ask, ask, ask one of the guys. I said, hey, I noticed you all have ghost energy. What's up with that one? All right, is, do you guys have something to do with that or what? And they said, uh, no, we don't have anything to do with it. It's just one of the better ones out there as far as better for you better for your health is it is it an improvement to your health absolutely not 
Is it a detriment to your health? Probably not. So Ghost is a little bit better than than a majority of the energy drinks as far as what's in it, you know? No synthetic caffeine, sugar-free, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's why they're around and they're catching on right now. And I'm a big fan. So try it out and let me know what you think. Tell me in a voicemail. 812-610-9005. The other day, I... uh. I heard someone say they they sent an email. So uh, people are doing that. Send one. Info.soapboxchampion at gmail.com. But your goal this week, you guys, for my 50th anniversary is to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And please, please try and get at least one of your friends to listen and maybe subscribe. Threaten them to do so. It helps me tremendously. It helps my momentum. Really. I try to put more content on YouTube than than uh, just, you know, my podcast. I'm not going to ask you to get alerts because we already get too many of those on our phones, and those should be reserved for important things, right? That's where I'm at with it. So uh, go find me on social media today, all of them. And if it all gets too much, call the Crisis and Suicide, suicide Hotline at 988. Save that in your brain. You may, may be able to give it to someone who needs it one day. 988. Thanks for listening to episode 50, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me all the way to 50. It's been a learning experience for all of us. Let's do it again next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. All right? I'll talk to you then. See ya. Oh, Craig, you've been thinking about this for weeks or months or however the hell long it has been, but I assure you I have not.